Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? Who are you? What do you want? Who are you? What do you want? Who are you? And what do you want? Questions that plague us in the deepest parts of our soul where we often don't even want to look for a second. (laughs) And yet, the burning desire of every person, I believe, is found in those two questions. Who are you? And what do you want? What we want and who we are can feel so fickle sometimes. It changes with the moment. Are we waking up in the morning? Are we going to bed at night? What does our stomach say? What does our body feel like? How do our emotions, what are they telling us? What about our thoughts? What about all the things around us in the world? This cacophony of voices and visuals, the world inside and out, so full of so many things, distortion, clarity, and everything in between. And all of it boiling down to you, this one single entity, a person in a great big world. And who are you? And what do you want? And who are you? And what do you want? And who are you? And what do you want? These things travel with us our whole lives. And then there's church. And what is church in the midst of those questions? That is the question I want to think about in today's pop-up podcast. Hey guys, Construction Monk here. This is a Construction Monk podcast. I'm your host, Jay Randall Ori. Let's get into this crazy question. These crazy questions. All right. All right, by now, you know how this works. (laughs) I do these memes, just thoughts. I put them into a visual, textual representation, and we talk about it. So, remember, we're talking about who are you, what do you want, in terms of church, okay? So, let us readeth the memeth. (laughs) Okay, here it is. Much of social space is curated space. Places where social norms and social pressures demand we mitigate who we are to fit in. The question is, how much of church is that kind of curated space? And how much does that truncate the very purpose and mission of the church? Whoop, whoop. (laughs) Mouthful there. It's a little bit of a longer one. Let me read it again. It's about curated space and how we curate ourselves to fit into that space, we could call that space social space, social pressure, social norms, society, group belonging. We could call it all those things. Let me read it again. Much of social space is curated space. Places where social norms and social pressure demand we mitigate who we are to fit in. The question is, how much of church is that kind of curated space? And how much does that truncate the very purpose and mission of the church? You know, it's funny 
Sometimes we think the curated self is a new phenomenon, in, you know, created or co coming out of this new thing called social media. It's not true. People have always curated themselves to fit into society, to present themselves a certain way in society. I mean, think back. If you've ever seen, you know, Hollywood depictions or documentaries about more tribal cultures, right? They paint their faces before they go into war or they do all these rituals where they dress up. They dress up in feathers. They dress up like birds. They dress up like tigers. They wear animal skins. Like people have always created a curated self in order to present themselves a certain way in society. And think, you know, a lot of this can center around so many different kinds of rituals. But think about marriage, Think about attracting a mate. There's so many aspects of our society where we attempt to curate ourselves to produce a certain outcome. Usually it has to do with group belonging and how we're perceived by in the public eye for a certain benefit. Like there's a benefit to producing and curating yourself a certain way in order to achieve a certain effect that's beneficial for you, right? So it's like it's a misnomer to say that the curated self is a new invention or a new creation. It's just that social media has created it in a new way, or it's, it's actually hyped it up in a new way. It's, it's like a hyper-curated self because we can, we can exist purely as a curated self in social media. People can only know us through the way we, we decide to present ourselves in that place. And so it's, like, it's just like an extra... <laughs> trumped up kind of curated self. It's like on steroids. It's like curating yourself on steroids because you can be that person completely in that space, right? But in normal social settings, we are an actual physical person with a physical presence and we're, we can only curate ourselves to a degree. And that's true in any setting. We can only curate ourselves to a degree. Who we are always comes through. It doesn't matter where. But like, okay, so the first thing we can say is that the curate itself is, is somewhat of a natural phenomenon within the context of belonging and social space and how we fit in those things. And it's like we are creatures that desire to fit in. We desire community. We, desi we desire belonging. Belonging is just innate within us. It's, it's partly a process of survival, you know, Early on, people figured out if they banded together in tribes, they had a better <coughs> adaptability in terms of survival, better chance of survival, right? Um, so there were practical reasons to fit in to a group, right? To mitigate yourself for the purpose of belonging. Go along to get along, right? And that creates all these different power dynamics. Relationship negotiation has to do with power dynamics. Who's in charge? Who's the most in charge? Who's the most desirable? Who has the most power in the group? And, you know, how much are you going to have to appease certain kinds of people who want, who have what you want, <laughs> right? Who can help you get what you want. All this is power dynamics. Well, we just have a tendency to mitigate our personhood in order to benefit our goals, our needs, our pursuits, our wants in that situation, right? It's not just you in the world and everything's out there for you to get for yourself with no hindrance, right? 
There's a world full of things. And part of what we want is relationship. And that takes two people coming together, two very different people on how do we manage difference and sameness in order for the purpose of coming together. All of that has to do with curated space and, and social norms and belonging, right? So it's natural that we would sometimes choose to mitigate everything we are for the purpose of belonging. That's just normal. But what we really want is the ability to be completely ourselves with other people and not be rejected. That's what we really want. Like, we have... Is the curated self a dysfunction of society? Is it an aberration? I don't know. But it's a part of it. But what we really, really want is just to be able to be ourselves all the time with the people that we love, people that we want to be around, and to not break community, to not break relationship, right? Well, there are certain issues with that because some of who we are just can naturally tend to break relationship, right? There's this desire. There's this interplay. Um, We have egos, basically. We have needs that are sometimes not met. We have parts of ourselves that we don't think are presentable, that we think, and maybe rightly so, that could affect our ability to belong and to get the things we need materially, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, right? But what we really want is just to be ourselves and to be accepted as we are, even in our worst parts, right? What we often figure out in life is that we sometimes have to curate ourselves, mitigate who we are in order to fit in. But here's one truth It never feels good to change who you are to fit in. It feels like you're being someone you're not. It doesn't feel true. Who are you? What do you really want? You really want to just be who you are and be accepted for who you are. And yet, you've had these experiences where sometimes you were yourself and it wasn't accepted or acceptable. And sometimes it affected relationships. Sometimes it affected relationships so in such a dire way that it ruined them. You know? What does all that have to do with church? You know, I'm an Enneagram 4 and authenticity is my specialty as an Enneagram 4. Like, man, I just want to be myself. And I want to find a place where I can just be myself. And it's okay. And it's even okay when it's not that pretty. (laughs) It's like, okay, we're all messy. Can't we just say that we would all love to be able to be our whole self, messy, are not, and people go, you know, it's okay. Like, (sighs) what is the church? Is it just another social construct of belonging where we have to mitigate certain parts of ourselves to fit in? Is that church? What is the church? The bride of Christ, people belonging to God, people on a journey together towards something What does all that have to do with a curated self and belonging? What does that have to do with who you are and what you want? Hmm. We all want love. God is love. We all want to belong. God is belonging. Church is supposed to be the manifestation of God in the world, drawing us into belonging and love, right? There's a process. There's a journey. There's a point you start out and you realize there's some things about you that need to change that aren't good. Sometimes 
community is the place that draws that out. It's like when you're alone and everything is like for you there and there's nothing you have to do in relationship with others to get something, right? Then the things in you that aren't good may not come out. What happens in community is you get in relationship with other people and they have strengths and weaknesses and you have strengths and weaknesses and those draw those are drawn out each by each other, right? So that's it's kind of interesting, right? So God created this thing called the church first as a community meant to draw us out of our curated self to expose us in a way for good reason to help shine a light into the good and bad of who we are in order to grow. And the cool thing about community is we all have different strengths and weaknesses. And so, like, where you're weak, I'm strong. Where I'm, where you're strong, I'm weak. And so there's exposure. Like, we're meant to be exposed. We're not meant to be able to hide who we are in church. That's not good because the purpose of the church, as God has designed it, is a place where we can be ourselves and be revealed for who we are which will reveal the good and the bad so that we, the, the good can be encouraged and the bad can be worked on, right? What happens when the church is a, a curated space where we present ourselves a certain way to look good, to belong? I think it really convolutes what the church is meant to be. The church is meant to be a place of healing in the world, a place where people can be a mess and find help in the midst of their mess, so that they can figure out who they are and what they want. God has put in each of us a person with desires, passions, calling, mission. The church is meant to be this place that refines us in who we are and refines what we want and helps us in that journey. And Sometimes it's easier just to curate church as a space where everybody acts a certain way and everybody goes along to get along and we're all just really nice but it's not real and it's not true. And damn it, sometimes church is the place we're least like ourselves because it's most important there to appear like we're pleasing to God and others. But I think that then becomes the opposite of what church is meant to be. Church is meant to be a community where we can be messy, we can be real, we can be honest, and we can find people to walk with us in our mess to help us just as much as they can find us to help them because we all have strengths and we all have weaknesses and we're all on a journey and we all want to get better. We all want to be whole. We all want to be in a place where we can be who we are, pretty or ugly, the good and the bad, and where it's all okay. It's accepted for the purpose of growth, transformation, becoming more who we're meant to be and less who we're not. Like, in a world full of curated spaces and curated people, isn't there at least one place that we can find where we can be ourselves and people can see us and not reject us and then also come alongside us and say, hey, let's work on that. Sometimes we can't even see our own mess and other people can't. And we need other people to draw it out, to point it out, to say, hey, you know what? I saw the way you acted towards your son, your daughter, your mother, your father, your friends. Like, we, we hang out. I see you. I see, man, there's so much good, but I also see some things that need to change. And guess what? I'm gifted to help with some of those changes. (laughs) Like church is meant to be a community of people walking together, growing together up into this high ideal that is God. If you can't be messy, if you can't be yourself, you can't grow. You can't change. You can't even begin to see who you are, what you need and how to get there. 
Sometimes I think it's really simple. Us and God. God lifting us up. Teaching us how to be ourselves. That's what we want. We want to figure out who we are. And what is in us to do and be. What we're passionate about. What we're called to do. What we're equipped to do. But it has to be cultivated. It has to be seen and drawn out. And community really is that thing God has created to do that. Like, we start out in community and families, right? And families are adults equipped to help children mature and grow. Adults help children by saying, don't do this. Don't, and you should do that. And that's not really who you are. And that's not really how we should treat people. And I love this about you. But I don't think that's really you. I think you're trying to, you're putting on ill-fitting clothes in your personhood. And that's not good because God put parents over families to help children become adults. Not just to help them learn how to curate themselves in a space. Like, you know, it's funny because my daughter, she's the youngest. She's eight. She has NAS syndrome, which affects your frontal cortex and some of impulse control and so at home she can be a tyrant she can be an angry person she can go on two-hour tirades screaming fits sometimes just um just has these struggles she's she's diagnosed i think it's called obstinate syndrome or something whatever she's got some add in there too but right she's got issues at home like the way she acts at home is like not always but sometimes it's just like really hard to handle like you don't want to be around it so but i always had this question because she's in public school and we go public places and she goes to grandma's and she goes to cousin ellie's and you know and i'm like i wonder who she is in those places and we got a you know you get report cards and some of those report cards are behavioral and she got a report card and it had some behavior and her, her it says her you know she got an e on her behavior chart for excellence and i was like oh, okay you know, and I talk to her teacher sometimes and, you know, we see she doesn't do the things at home that she does. In, she doesn't do the things. Yeah, she doesn't do the things in school that she does at home. She's a lot more well behaved in school. Why? I've had other, other parents say that, like, who your kids are at home is not like they are anywhere else. Your kids could be like the most polite, the most kind, the most, you know, well behaved person. But when they get home, it's like they let down. Why? Home is not a curated space. We need places where we can be ourselves. And, you know, it's interesting because sometimes as a parent, my first instinct is just to shut, shut it down. Discipline. A hard-nosed approach. You don't do that. You don't talk that way to me. You don't tell me that. You don't tell me no. You don't act that way. That's my first instinct. My second instinct is, what's wrong? Why are you angry? What's upset? What happened today? What happened at school today? How are you feeling? Those are two different impulses. Some, the curated self in a curated space is you don't act this way. You don't do that. That's not right. The authentic self in an authentic space is what's going on with you? What's wrong? Are you hurting? Are you upset? Let's talk. A place where you can be yourself and be a mess and people can go, man, what's going on with you? Are you okay? I'm here. Like, I'm here for the mess. I can take it. I can be a punching bag sometimes. I can be a counselor sometimes. I can be your best friend sometimes. Sometimes I can be the authority that says, hey, we're not going to do that. It doesn't matter how upset you are. You still don't treat people that way. That's an authentic space where we can be authentic people is a place where we can be everything we are at all times and find 
that we don't break relationship and we don't get kicked out. And there are people who will say, it seems like you're going through a really tough season. You're angry a lot. You're upset. You seem depressed. You're not doing the things you usually do. I see you sinking down into despair. What's going on? Like in a curated space is we don't like that behavior and we don't want those kinds of people here. An authentic space is sometimes your life is a mess and you need a place you can fall apart and people will go, wow, you're falling apart. Let's rush alongside you. Let's all come alongside you right now because I'm in a good place. You're not. You need me right now. Later, it's going to be me in a bad place and you in a good place and I'm going to need you. And we all need each other and we all need authentic spaces and places where we can be our authentic self no matter what that means at any given moment and that to me is what church should be but in my experience it's not what church has been sometimes with some people I've found that in churches sometimes those are the very people that churches don't like in a church that's more a curated space where you have to be the right kind of person to fit in It's typically not going to be the kind of place that's an authentic space where you can be broken and messy and find help on the journey of figuring out who you are and what you want. I think the church in the world is God's community meant for helping people become who they are in order to figure out what they want. That's my view of church. And I'm here to say I, I've not often found that in churches. Most churches, it's like you got to believe the right stuff and you got to act the right way and you got to look the right way or you'll find eventually you're not wanted and you're not welcome. In a sense, it's like we can tolerate some difference, we can tolerate some mess, but there's a degree to which we can't and there's a point at which we will say, take your mess and get out of here. Because we're more concerned about a curated sense of belonging than an authentic space for authentic people. (laughs) You know, maybe that's just partly me. Maybe it's partly what I have to bring to church. And maybe it's partly because church doesn't value authenticity the way I do. Tried to bring it, not really found much success. But I can't let go of the reality that I think this is what God intends the church to be. Because God wants to bring healing to the world and he brings that individual to individual. So I think more than anything, church should be a community of people that understand the need for authenticity in the midst of belonging so that people who are messy can find help and support and encouragement. Because the truth is we're all messy in one way or another. We all have strengths, we all have weaknesses, and we all really want to feel like we can add our strengths to a group and we can find help in our mess to me that's church and because I haven't found it it doesn't mean that I've given up on it or given up on wanting to see it there and so that's partly where I'm at but I think a lot of people feel that way especially the younger generations they're not into the like they've lived in the curated world their whole lives almost they've grown up in it and I think they understand how even more that it doesn't fulfill Like they want something real. They want something authentic in a church that's just curated itself to fit a curated society for them doesn't work and doesn't feel right. Like they've had enough of the curated thing. 
And they've had enough of a curated church where you've got to be a curated kind of person in order to fit in. And I think that has a lot to do with the kind of church that God is getting ready to bring forth. Amen. And I don't want the world to see me because I don't think that they'd understand when everything's made to be broken. I just want you to know who I am. The Goo Goo Dolls from a song called Iris. <laughs> uh, and I'd give up forever to touch you because I know that you feel me somehow. You're the closest to heaven that I'll ever be and I don't want to go home right now. I don't want the world to see me because I don't think they'd understand when everything's made to be broken. I just want you to know who I am. God, I just want to know who I am, what I want. I just want you to know who I am. Does somebody, anybody see who I am, care who I am, care about me in my totality, in my mess, in my good and my bad, my pretty and my ugly, in all of it? Is there anybody that cares about me? I think the world is shouting that out and the church is saying, if you're not the right person, get lost. Church is not about the lost. It's telling people to get lost if they're the right, right, the right kind of person. Sometimes, okay, sometimes. Man, imagine a church that's like, imagine messy church for messy people. I think that's becoming my slogan lately. Messy church for messy people. Imagine a church that's like, it doesn't matter how messy we're here. We're messy, you're messy, we're messy church for messy people. Imagine a church that's like, bring it, bring it. You're angry, you're mad, you're sad, you're depressed, you're suicidal, you're addicted, you're empty, you're confused. Bring it, bring it. We're here. We love you. We're God in the world. We're the heart of God. We, we're at the heart of God. We're presenting the heart of God and the heart of God is... Bring it. I can handle it. Nothing too messy. Nothing too broken. Nothing too lost. That's my heart for church because I think that's the heart of God and I long for that kind of church in the world. Thanks, Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> hey, man. I love you guys. Let's do that. Let's see if we can't create genuine, authentic Christian community centered on messy people being able to be real, finding help in their brokenness. Amen. This has been a Construction Monk podcast. I'm your host, Jay Randall Ori. Check out more of my stuff if you want at my website, www.moderncontemplative.com.